Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies, one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute. Another way to say that. Today we're talking about Castle in the Sky, minute 54. Minute 54. Starts with tongues of light from the crystal lapping over Sheeta's face. Whoa. I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, that's a pretty good description. And it ends with the robot looking up at two surprise guards. (laughs) Yeah, so Sheeta, she doesn't seem to notice the pendant. At first. Bursting with energy until Until that energy, like, touches her face. Like, tickles her cheek. Yeah, it, like, goes, like, under her chin, and she's like, oh. Oh, uh, whoa. Oh, and then she starts screaming. Oh, my. Yeah. She looks down like, whoa, what the? Whoa, what the What in the world is this? And, and then I like the next two shots are not of the pendant. It's of just other areas of the room. Just freaking out. Yeah. It's pretty, it's effective just kind of showing. Like how intense. Indirectly, yeah. Yeah. And there's paper, like a pretty good stack of paper on the desk was that her confession that she was writing out with, what is that with a quill i don't know what she was writing but that's a lot of pages you think she's writing like a novel about like her autobiography <laughs> i don't know i think you know it's kind of like one of the chinese prison chinese kind of where you have to sit down and write your confession oh or like in george orwell's 84 or whatever oh right oh i have to read that right i think probably because like you don't have to write exactly what i need to know but you just need to start writing right Mm -hmm. you know and then they take that and then they read through it and they use whatever is in there to come back and say and say okay yeah so they have her write it and then muska takes it and like uses whatever she wrote down yeah in the later interrogations like yeah so maybe she is writing a novel just to write down fake stuff yeah maybe in West Philadelphia, born and raised. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but this, like, paper starts flying. Her chair moves. Yeah. Like, her the curtains around her bed are, like, freaking out. She looks a lot like a damsel in distress. Yeah. Especially with that white dress freaking out as well. And then we cut to the robot. Yeah, and again, I think uh, it's got these, like, two lights on its face. Yeah. Light up, and then they blink. And you get the feeling that, like, they can blink in different sequences, which mean, like, different yeah, things. Yeah, right. Which is cool. It's cool. It's so cool. Yeah, and then Muska bursts through the door. Well, he opens it, and his hair starts flowing everywhere. Revealing his high forehead. Yeah. It's a re- he's receding hairline. Mm-hmm. And his uh, ascot is also flowing everywhere. He closes the door on his guard. Yeah, there's like one more of his henchmen out there, and yeah, like, just yeah, you're not coming in. Just nope. Me. That's a that's a recurring thing. Yeah, shutting out his henchmen. Yeah. He says the the English subtitle says perfect, but he says subarashi. I wouldn't really translate that as perfect. Perfect, I would say like amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and then the robot. We cut back to the robot, and his arms start moving. His and the guts are squirming. Yeah, his guts squirm like insects, like a like a caterpillar. It's it's cool, but it's also like a little 
I wanted to see him connect back up with like his severed limbs. Yeah, I did too. I thought he did that, but I was mistaken. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why I have a memory of that. I feel like I thought at least his leg would reconnect, but it doesn't. No. Hmm. So whatever is reanimating him, it doesn't... Doesn't need those limbs anymore. Or it isn't some unit within his main body. It's not like a like a network of of nerves or something that would all respond to it so his limbs don't yeah. wake up you know what i mean yeah and we cut back to muska and Shita. it's just as the ancient books described this is the sacred light the ancient jedi text <laughs> doesn't help that he's voiced by mark hamill in the yeah. english dub and he tries to touch it and he gets and he gets stung shocked or yeah shocked stunned. yeah Shocked is a better so word. So she's the only one that can touch it? or Yeah, she's the, like how does holding it out to him with both of her hands. And he takes one tap at it and it shocks him. I guess he's not the owner of it. Yeah, I don't know exactly how that works. Yeah. Like if he knew the words and he could he activate it and then he would be the only one to touch it? Or it has to be... Does it have to be she to activate yeah, it? Yeah, she was given it to it. She was given it by... Her... Mother family of the previous rightful owner or something yeah because muska doesn't activate it ever in this film like he finds it in the rubble and it's already pointing in the direction yeah, of Napita. that's right so i feel like it had to be shita to say it and then but he asks teach me the words right he says Oshiero. so he doesn't he Abandons his he, tamai. <laughs> yeah. It's not oshie tamai. It's oshie tamai. Oshiero. Oshiero. It's I a mean, a bit more abrupt. Yeah, it's very, it's harsher. And he, as he's holding his hand. Yeah. So the robot, it's blinked. I just love the lights. It's like part of like the elegance of the design. I think that the lights. The lights maybe like how small they are. Yeah, and how they could, you know, you feel like they could mean different things. So it's just kind of an economy of design. Yeah. Do you think the robot is homing in on the the necklace, like the crystal, or is homing in on Shita? I think the necklace. Yeah, it's probably the but necklace. But then a little bit later, he recognizes Shita as the one that he needs to help. Yeah. Hmm. But that's after he like sees her. Right? Yeah, but right. He's, he's clearly here homing in on the, something he cannot see. Yeah. He tries to get up, but due to balance, he topples over. Because half of his leg is gone and half of his arm is gone. And then the guards here. Yeah, little Rosencrantz and Guildenstern guards over here. Yeah. They're Tag and Binks. There's a, there's a comic series uh, saying that uh, the two stormtroopers, like in the. Mm hmm. That are standing guard over the tractor beam. They're like, I forget what they're named in this comic series, uh, Tag and Binks, I think. Mm hmm. But there's like this whole their adventures where they inadvertently Aww. accidentally cause like most of the events of the Oh my gosh. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like... out there talking. Did you see the new BT16? BT16? <laughs> yeah. And they open the door. And <laughs> they're like, oh, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He like, he's on his hands and knees. I don't know why this robot is already a he, but. It's on his hands and knees, and he just looks up and he's like, "Oh hi." Yeah, it's pretty. Was that bothering you? <laughs> yeah. 
It's it, he looks so like casual about it. Yeah, he's like looking up like at the beginning of an infomercial or something. <laughs> oh hi, I didn't see you there. <laughs> <laughs> Are you tired I'm of falling off of castles in the sky? <laughs> preparing a meal with my new chop can or something. Yeah. <laughs> with my new pressure cooker. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Things are just getting started. They're just getting started. Yeah, they're just getting yeah. started. These guys, these two guys, these two poor guards. Oh, these guards. Do they survive? I guess we'll I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. Next time. If we Yeah. All right. Is that it? Yeah. All right. We'll find out next time. On, On Ghibli, Ghibli Minute. Minute.